Magic. Magic is out there. Consider a hobbit named Frodo who makes a quest to destroy a ring of power made by the Dark Lord Sauron. Frodo travels with other hobbits, with a couple of humans, some dwarves, elves, and a wizard named Gandalf. He travels through forests, underground cities, through marshes, and into the dark ashes and dust of the land of Mordor in order to cast the ring of power into the fires of Mount Doom. Consider the boy who lived. The boy who lived. Harry Potter was a simple 11-year-old boy who lived under the stairs of his aunt and uncle's house until one day he finds out that he is actually a wizard. And through the likes of Hagrid and Professor Dumbledore, he attends the Hogwarts School of Witches and Wizardry, and he discovers that his parents were wizards killed by the, by the, by the Dark Lord Voldemort. And with the help of friends Hermione, Ron, Ron Weasley, and others, Harry battles Voldemort and the magical forces of evil. And then consider Rey. Rey, the young woman who scavenges among the wreckage of spaceships on the planet of Jakku. And she becomes involved with the resistance movement against the evil First Order. And she, become, she becomes, well, she, she finds a droid named BB-8, a pilot by the name of Poe, and a former stormtrooper called Finn. And with them, Rey discovers that the Force is strong with her. And she meets the almost mythical figures of Han and Chewbacca, Luke and Leia. And then she goes on to do battle against the forces of evil led by the mercurial Kylo Ren. The Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars. They've made billions of dollars. They've made billions of dollars through the years. The Lord of the Rings is three books written in the 1950s by J.R.R. Tolkien. Uh, it was made into three long movies that came out in the early 21st century. The last movie, The Return of the King, won the Academy Award for Best Picture. There are seven Harry Potter books and eight movies. Watching them, that, that's not counting the new ones about the, the, the creatures, which I haven't seen yet. But there's even more. But watching that last Harry Potter movie was one of the, at the theater, was one of the best movie experiences I've ever had of seeing a movie at the theater. Star Wars comprises 11 movies and now a TV show that has, I've heard and seen, a baby Yoda. <laughs> As a six or seven year old, my friends and I acted out the first Star Wars movie. We worked, acted out on the playground of our school and then just the other night, I saw the latest movie with my own practically grown children. Now, some might consider these books and movies for kids, but so, so many adults, like myself, enjoy them and love them as well. They've been constant companions through my life. But it goes beyond Harry Potter, the Lord of the Rings, and Star Wars. It goes beyond these things, though. Uh, the role-playing game Dungeons & Dragons has lately resurged in popularity. Uh, there are also multiple Comic-Cons cosplay conventions and renaissance festivals throughout the country which attract thousands of people to them each year. So what are we to make of, what are we to make of all this? Of the continued popularity of elves and dark lords and witches and wizards and lightsabers and droids and wookies. What are we to make of all this? Well, I think that folks are looking for some magic in their lives. 
By magic, I don't, of course, mean anything evil or demonic. I don't mean doing card tricks or creating illusions. But by magic, I mean the knowledge and experience that our lives have deep meaning, infinite significance, great, great value. I mean the experience of connection, of love, of friendship, community, and that in the end, that good triumphs over evil. And we all will be part of a great bigger story than ourselves. I think, I think that's what the theologian Paul Tillich was getting at uh, when he said, he said, humanity, humanity is infinitely concerned with the infinity to which we belong, from, but from which we have been separated. We are ultimately concerned about that which determines our ultimate destiny beyond all preliminary necessities and accidents. By that, by that, I think he means that we know that the infinite exists and we want to belong to it even though we're separated by it. We want to be connected to that infinity, to the infinite. He means that we are concerned with how our true selves relate to everything, to other people and everything else in the universe, past, present, and future. And we want to know what or who determines our ultimate destiny, what that destiny, destiny is. We want to know that we are connected to something greater than ourselves. And indeed, we are. In the Christmas story tonight, Mary and Joseph undertake the, if not mundane, but certainly inconvenient task of reporting to Bethlehem for a census. It is in, inconvenient not just because they have to travel from Nazareth uh, to Bethlehem, but because Mary is also pregnant. That is, there doesn't seem to be any element of adventure to their journey. It actually becomes a frustrating one because they can't find any place to stay when they get there. But thankfully they find a stable where Jesus is born and he is laid in a manger. And it was probably just another boring night for the shepherds watching their flocks in the cold of night in the fields outside of Bethlehem. They were probably huddled up around the fire kind of keeping an eye on the sheep. But then their night was lit up. Their night was lit up and made magical by the appearing of an angel of the Lord who stood before them and said, Do not be afraid. I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And then, suddenly, with the angel is a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom God favors. How's that for magic? It's not just any magic. It's not just any kind of magic. It's the deepest sort of magic. Tolkien, J.R.R. Tolkien, was not the only Englishman with a talent for weaving Christian elements and themes into fantasy tales. C.S. Lewis penned the Chronicles of Narnia, which featured the story of four children who make their way to the land of Narnia through a wardrobe and meet the great lion Aslan. In the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe, in order to save one of the children from the ice queen, Aslan lays down his own life. He sacrifices himself, but is raised from the dead. But through this figure, Aslan, C.S. Lewis infers that in Jesus Christ we find the deepest magic through him. That the power of evil, sin, and death are conquered, opening up to us the way of eternal life. And in Lewis's phrase, through Christ, death itself would work 
backwards to life. Now perhaps this night we are here because we are in search of that deepest magic. Maybe we are here because we long for the infinite, to know the infinite, to know that we belong. We want to know that we belong. Maybe some of, some of us are wondering who we are and what we are to become. Maybe some of us want to know what or who determines our ultimate destiny and what that destiny is. Whatever the reason, whatever the reason we are here to consider this child, Jesus, a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. He is the one who can help us discover these things about ourselves. Through faith in him, our lives can be filled with magic, with meaning, significance, connection, beauty, community. But faith in him doesn't doesn't mean we won't continue to experience the mundane, the ordinary, or the ambiguities of life. Uh, Nor does it mean we will be exempt from suffering or even death. But faith in Christ is not a form of escapism, but it it fully confronts the reality of death, evil, life's difficulties, and that they in the last measure have been overcome. So as the bells play, let us not be afraid to consider the deepest magic of this child Jesus who tonight we find wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. As we know, this child will grow up. He will heal those who are sick. He will cast out evil spirits that possess him. He will forgive sinners. He will make people whole. He will bring them back into community. He will suffer death on the cross. And God will raise him triumphantly from the dead. The deepest magic means more than that, though. It means that through Jesus Christ, we are, we are, we are indeed connected to the infinite who is God. In Christ, we do discover our true being, our true selves. We discover ourselves as children of God. And from him we know our ultimate destiny, the kingdom of God, and a new heaven and a new earth. This is good news of great joy for us. This is good news of great joy for all people, and it is the deepest magic that there is. Amen.